going live early. I don't know if we can handle this. <laughs> We're live now. Are we live? No, it hasn't started yet. No way, has it? It has! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag with my co-host, Bill. Oh, what's that? Okay. With hey, what's Bill going Murphy. on? Hey, Bill Murphy has joined us again. Um, welcome aboard, my friend. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I'm still alive, so uh, that's a good thing. Always a good thing. Let me shit me out. I think in um 2020, being alive is an accomplishment. I would say so, too. Um, anyways, everyone, how is everyone doing tonight? Remember, feel free to join us in the chat board. I'm just um, send me the link. I'm sharing you the link now. That way, Bill can share with all of his friends. And- all my friends, tell your friends, tell oh, your kids, man. tell your wives, tell your dogs, tell your cats, even tell your neighbor you can't stand. They're finally useful for something. They are finally useful for something, Bill. And being useful for something is fun. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Bill. Yes, it so, is. We right. got a we got a great show for you today, don't we, JT? We have a wonderful show for all of you tonight. We are going. There's going to gonna be strippers. There's going to be fireworks. There's going to be. Oh fireworks. yeah, we're going to be talking about sequels and, and sequel like sequels. Who doesn't like sequels? We're going to be talking for everyone. We're talking about everything, anything, and everything we're going to do with sequels. Not necessarily franchises, but we did that last week. We did that last week. If you want to go check that out, go watch that. But feel free to jump in, share it with your family and friends and your neighbors and everyone. We're going to be talking this week about sequels and what are our favorites and what are the ones that suck. And I mean suck. So here we go. Ones that really just are just god awful. And we're going to talk about it all, the good, the bad, and just the plain ugly. <laughs> just the plain strange. Am I right? Just the weird ass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just so some sequels are weird. Some sequels are good. But that's okay. Like, for instance, I'm looking, I'm creating a thumbnail as we speak. And it's, it's one of them says Toy Story 9. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Toy Story sequels today, folks. Do not worry. We're going to talk about it all. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about anything from Avatar and upcoming sequels, too. We can't forget that, Bill. Oh, we we absolutely cannot talk about it. I mean, we absolutely got to talk about it. So, sorry. I was just texting all my friends and telling them to tune in. You're on your phone. (laughs) I'm kidding. Everyone, tell your friends. Tell your kids. Everyone. Eric, welcome aboard. Matthew, welcome back. Hey, Matt's here. Matt's here. Hey, buddy. Welcome to the party. Hello. Feel free to chit chat in the chat board. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go, everyone. It's going to be. It's going to be a good one, folks. It's going. We're trying. So, what should we start with, my friend? Well, I don't know, Bill. Why don't you start us off today, as I get everything situated on the technical side of stuff. Okay, sounds why good. You, why don't you talk about an unpopular opinion that is a sequel from a franchise, plugging our two last shows. Why don't you talk about The Godfather? Okay, so The Godfather trilogy. Um, the first one, which was made in 1972 with Marlon Brando. Yes, Matt, I know you're not a fan of it. I know. I know. Hey, Joe Wiley is joining us. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Love to see you. I know I'm a little late on this, but you excited for the number one draft pick for the Rangers? <laughs> but, um, um, 
but anyway, um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, Godfather One is an absolute classic. Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan. My only thing is it is a little long. I'll admit that it is a little long. It's like a three-hour movie. Yeah. Godfather 2, which some people consider to be one of the best sequels. And I agree. Some people say it's better than the first one, but I wouldn't go that far. But uh-huh. I would say it's as good as the first one. I prefer the first one better. I like the second one. My only gripe is they kind of flash back and forth a little too much, which kind of makes it a little... It's like Nevada, 1950s. New York City, 1917. Yeah. It just goes back and forth, but this, but it's like, and what you try to see, what you see in these is like tr- kind of the transition of characters. It's like um, one Michael's character, Michael, played by Al Pacino, um, you kind of show his tr- transition. In the, in the first one, he's the goody two-shoes, just got back from serving in World War II, and then at the end, he becomes the boss, and in yeah. Godfather Two, he's basically the epitome of evil. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. then in Godfather, and then okay, we talked about this when we talked about unpopular opinions. Um, yeah. Godfather yeah. Three, which was made in 1990, Francis. Fo- oh wait, first Godfather Two, which shows Michael's current power and also his father. V. He played. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. You're good. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, folks. Difficulties here, guys. Sorry. Give me a second. You're good on my end. Don't worry. Keep going. You're doing fine. Shoot. You were talking about guys. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Dude, I can't hear you. I can hear you. Bill, check your mic. It's okay. I will take over for now. I really can't hear you right now. Hold on, Bill. It's okay. Excuse us, folks. Little technical difficulties. It's okay. Hold on one second. It's okay, everyone. We're doing okay. All right. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Hold on one second. Select the speaker. Select the microphone. Can you hear me now? Sorry about the technical difficulties, everyone. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to keep going on my end if that's okay. So anyways, he was talking about stuff of regarding the Godfather. All right, hold on. We're just still alive. Hey, Bill, can you hear me? Yeah, so it was something with my speaker. I apologize. Oh, good. Did you say you're good on your end? Yeah, I'm good now, guys. We apologize. Uh, Sorry about our, our A cheap- little bit of a uh, technical it's, issue. It's okay, everyone. Okay, so what would I talk about? Godfather 3? Godfather 3. Okay, so Godfather 3. Um, 
it takes place many like Francis Ford Coppola only made The Godfather three because because what okay the um it's okay it takes many place after the first one many years after the first Godfather um he's um. Okay, so Michael is now old. His wife, Kay, has divorced him. And he's just trying to redeem himself of shit that happened in the second. For those who didn't see any of the previous films, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. But yeah. it's just a really, like, here's, here's, and I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to say too much about it again. But the thing is with Godfather 3, it's not a... It's not as good as the other two, but the other two were hard acts to follow. Both that's of those, true. He's got a good point. Godfather one and Godfather two both won Best Picture. Yeah, they both won Best Picture. So yeah, and I'm you, I'm looking at it right now. So forgive me. You understand that you know they're not as good as the other two. Mm. They're not as good as the other two because. Um, they're not as good as the other two because they're, they're just hard acts to follow. Godfather yeah. one's a masterpiece. Godfather two's a masterpiece. Yeah. And Godfather three, it tries, but it doesn't live up to the other two. And I think that's why so many people don't like it because it's just not as good as the other two, which I kind of agree, but I don't think it's that bad of a movie. Like, if you tell people that Godfather 3 is actually a decent film, people will lose their effing shit. Yeah. Like, there's that. And even Francis Ford Coppola, he didn't want to do a Godfather 3. He just did it because he was in financial trouble. That's true. He did. And then he, he made another movie, which uh, we shall not speak of. Um, the movie Jack with Robin Williams. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? Which one was it? Jack. Jack. I saw it. Yeah, it was. It was I liked it. It's about a. It's about a boy who grows. What you call it? Who grows? Um. He's an old. Um, he he grows quicker than most people. Yes. That's. I, that, I guess that's the best way of putting it. Uh, I'm not sure how you explain it. It starts Robin. Starts Robin Williams. Um, Jennifer Lopez is in it as his teacher. Oh really? I didn't realize that. And um, also, it stars a certain comedian, which I can't really say his name anymore because of mm. things that have happened to this person. Um, yeah, so, but, yeah, I think the Godfather trilogy is one of the best trilogies in film. All right, JT, what about, you have any sequels to talk about? I do. I got a couple to start off with as, as I scroll through our pages here. Let me stop sharing my screen for a second. I would like to say that um, I think, you know, a lot of people, I, I guess this kind of co coincides with franchises, but um, the Toy Story sequels, you can make an argument that they're better than the first one. I, I would make the I argument. I agree. You know what I mean? I mean, in a way, um, Here's how I would rank the series. I'm not including four specifically because four I didn't see yet. 
So don't. Well, I'm going to include four because I saw it. So okay, go ahead. And I would put number. I would put Toy Story two at one. Toy Story three at number two. Toy Story one at number three, and I would put Toy Story four at the bottom. Really, it was not the best one of. It wasn't know. bad. It was just Toy Story three just ended on a perfect note. It just you've seen it, right? Toy Story three. I saw Toy Story three in theaters. It was the highlight of that year for me. Was you know was actually like that seeing that movie because like oh because the, the I gotta remember Toy Story two was came out what nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, Toy Story three came out. I'm checking right now. Hold on, let me share my 2010. Thank you. So give me one second. Let me just do this. Ah, completely unprofessional today, everyone. We apologize. So, well, it's 2020, folks. Yeah, exactly. And what else to do, right? Yeah, but uh, anyway, um, yeah. Well, that's but okay. So, how would you rank everything? Uh the worst one. I, I I can only do I can only do the first three because Toy Story four I haven't seen. But I'm if I'm gonna go honestly, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably in order from worst to best. Yes. This is gonna be kind of ironic, but one, two, three. Really, you think three was the worst? No, no, I mean, in, in worst to best, I think one was the worst out of the three I've seen. One was the worst, two was the second best, and th- I think it literally went in chronological order, like as far as quality wise. The first one was the worst one, and that's not a snug on that film at all. That film is fan freaking tastic. No, well, I think the first one, I think the first one is really good because this was the first time with um, what you call it. This was the first time that we were dealing with um, that we were dealing with Pixar and CGI and all that. That was like Pixar's first big film. It was a, it was their first big film, and it was also it won an Oscar for I think their first Academy Award for I believe it was uh, I forget the exact Oscar, but it was like an Oscar for a special achievement and something, and and they did it. Yeah, I'm just reading some of the chat right here real quick, if that's all right. Um, yeah, jump on in. Uh, I'm going to keep showing this screen. Yeah, first, screen. I want to apologize for our technical issues, Eric. It was just I hit something wrong. So that's what happened. Um, yeah, don't worry about it. You're fine. Um, Tim Augusta. What's, hey, Tim. Tim's here. Big Tim is here. Good to see you, buddy. Love to see you. Glad you can make it. Um, um yeah, go on. Eric, I like Toy Story 4's. I feel like Toy Story 4's ending sour the ending of 3. I, I 100% agree with you, Eric. I 100% totally agree with you. But, like, here's... It's like... One thing I do not like about sequels, JT... Yeah. ...is ones that are unnecessary. Like I said, when we talk about the Toy Story ones, 3 ended perfectly. Why did you need to make another one? That this could be a whole conversation about unnecessary sequels too. We could be completely honest and say, "Well, this sequel didn't. Need, what sequel doesn't need to be made?" Toy Story Four did not need to exist. Was it good though? I, I wouldn't say it was good, but I wouldn't say it was awful. It was in the middle. Okay. It was in the like you know like I didn't really like the story. Like it, yeah, I could see. But here's what I think: it's like 
I, but let, I like Key and Peel are guest voices in that. They are absolutely freaking hilarious. Uh-huh. Because I love Key and Peel. They were so funny. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, everything else, it's, it's sort of like a, here's how I would explain the, it's kind of, I think why so many people love the Toy Story films, it's because it kind of chronicles their life in a way. Yeah. Also, I'm just looking at the Academy Awards for a second for Toy Story 3. It was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, it was the third, <coughs> it was the third animated film to be nominated for Best Picture. The other two being in Beauty and the Beast and Up. I think you know. You, you know what? I think. Uh, well, I I know that this is we're, that would get off topic, but I was gonna say we could do we could talk about uh, Wally being nominated for I think I think one one best animated feature, but some some people say we should have been our best picture nomination. Wally, it's gonna take a while before an animated film wins best picture. Yeah, I think give it time, but I think it will. Like, it's, it's, so someone asked the question once, like, did they? Dude, what do you think will win, win first? A documentary for Best Picture or an animated film? Animated film has a better shot. But as far as when will that happen, I have no idea. But here's the thing with toys. Here's the thing with Toy Story. Um, it kind of chronicles. It calls the, the people who grew up with this movie. They have a name. Andy Ice. What do you mean? Like Andy, the, 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 the main character. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm, what do you mean, though? Because... A lot of the kids, when the first one came out, were Andy's age. Were like Andy's age. He was like eight in the movie, and that shows, you know, playing with your toys. And then the second one, yeah. it talks about, you know, growing up and giving away your toys. And, you know, thinking what's going to happen when the kid... Because the whole second movie was about what happens if Andy, when that Andy's going to grow up. What's going to happen to Woody? What's going to happen to all the toys? And Toy Story 3 played a big big role in that and toy story three and it's feel like because most of the kids at that point who grew up with the first one because most of them were andy's age they were getting ready to graduate high school getting ready to go off to college yeah and you know even like in the fourth one i'm not gonna get into too much spoilers because i know you didn't see it so what do you care about spoilers or not really but if you want to you can it's fine because what happens is um here's the plot for those who didn't see it um um, they're, the toys are with their new owner, uh-huh. the, the little girl who Andy gave it to at the end oh, of the yeah. first uh, one. Uh, 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 Bonnie. Bonnie, this isn't Molly, but go on. But, you know, it shows, like, different, it sh- basically shows different, um, whatchamacallit, um, it shows, like, different people, like, of toys that didn't have owners who are kids that, ooh, oh, you have a kid, which is an owner, and... Woody is kind of sad that Bonnie may not love him as Andy did. And we finally get to see Bo again, mm-hmm. Bo Peep. And she's and I, like excited I, that she doesn't have an owner anymore. Because it, it's sort of like... I know that Bo is there. Yeah. And there's like a, a, a toy who never had an owner. And it's like, here's the thing. I'm getting a little deep here. But it's sort of like pe- represent people at different stages of life. Because like I said, with Toy Story 4... Like those Andyites. Yeah. A lot of maybe a good chunk of the people who are watching this, those kids may may now have children of their own. Yeah, no, that's very true. Like the people have children, may now have children of their own. Yeah. And 
And it kind of like goes through like Woody represents that um that overbearing empty nester, the one who <laughs> the one who for anyone who went away to college, you know, the the parent who grabs onto your to your leg when you get out of the car in freshman moving day. Yeah. Who doesn't want you to leave? Um, mm-hmm. Bo sort of represents like the divorce, the empty nest. Like, hey, my kids are moved out. I could just go and have fun. Yeah. And like the baby doll who wants to have an owner kind of represents like maybe someone who really badly wants to have children mm-hmm. but can't, maybe because they're infertile or any other t- reason. But it kind of represents different stages of life, you know, letting go and. Yeah. And. Who knows that a movie about talking toys could be so deep and philosophical. Yeah, who would have thought? Listen, I don't want to spend too much time on Toy Story, but I will say this is that the, the, the franchise is very good. Um, John Lasseter, you know, a genius at Pixar and all that stuff. And um Oh, your dad's watching. Thanks for letting me know. Um anyways, so I have, do I, do I keep going on like sequels or do I want to talk about like unnecessary sequels in my opinion? Uh, why don't you get the ball rolling on unnecessary sequels? Well, I'm not going to say unnecessary sequels. Let me get out of that for a second. I'm not going to say unnecessary sequels, but I'm going to say sequels that are here that are coming basically so late in the game. What do I mean by that? Well, Bill, let me ex- explain something. We've talked a little bit about this franchise at one point. I think it was our Halloween episode. Um, I'm also going to talk about one more, too. Um, oh, Ghostbusters? To- uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife and Top Gun Maverick. Listen, people. Listen carefully. I'm just going to share my screen with everyone. Ta-da! Alright. So here's the thing. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I love the premise. I love the idea. I love how they put it into a modern context and it's still Ghostbusters 3. But at the same exact time, this movie should have come out and like they should have continued. I, I, I hate to be the Debbie Downer here, but Ghostbusters should, 3 should have come out in 1992. Ghostbusters 4 should have come out. They should have kept it going like that if they could have. But now I see their point, though. Like It's like a sequel. The reboot movie doesn't exist anymore. I get it. I, I actually liked a lot of it, truthfully. I didn't love it, but it was good. But they were also trying to do like a whole reboot thing because they had, you know, the Ghostbusters film that came out in 2016. And then yeah. they were going to do a male one. That's been done. Studio. That's been done. I know. It's been done. Um, with Ghostbusters. Um, oh, yeah. And, and yeah. With Ghostbusters, it's the, um, the, the third one. And they're going to set up more. You know they're going to try and set up more movies after this one. Oh, absolutely. They're going to, they're going to try to set up a new, like, a soft reboot, a relaunch. No, not a reboot, a relaunch of Ghostbusters, which I'm completely fine with. I'm all for it. But at the same time, because, look, if you watch the trailer, it really focuses on Egon and the fact that his daughter or grandson or whatever they are, uh, whatever those two characters are, those are probably going to be the new people fighting ghosts. And it's unbelievable. I, I love the trailer that came out though for it. It was fantastic. Um, however, listen, this movie should have come out at least 10, 20 years ago, maybe 30 years ago. Because 30 years ago, it was 1990. 
And the last Ghostbusters film that came out in this series was 1989. And Bill Murray originally said, I don't want to do it. Then they're like, well, we don't want to do it. If Bill Murray doesn't want to do it, all the cast members are still there. Then they said, okay, let's do this. Let's do, um, let's bring back Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver, Annie Potts have all been confirmed to be in this movie. So it's a direct sequel from Ghostbusters 2. It looks hella good. Plus, you have the original director's son directing it. So I got a lot of faith in this movie, and it looks really good. I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to hate on the Ghostbusters reboot that came out in 19, uh, 2016. Oh, so many people have already hated on that. It's too. This, you're wasting your money and wasting your style and life if you're going to hate, hate on that more. It was okay for what it was, but it was not great. I actually walked out of the theater liking it, but as, over time, like, we didn't need that. So, regardless. Unnecessary sequel number one, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Unnecessary sequel number two, if I can get to it, is this. I love Top Gun. I love that movie. But this movie does not need to happen. <laughs> Top Gun 2? Top Gun came out in 1980 fucking six. Come on, people. We don't need go top. I'm sorry, Ghostbusters. We don't need Top Gun too. It's a fantastic idea. I love the concept behind it. How Maverick is now like one of the, the the flight instructors. Now he's no longer a hotshot pilot. Apparently Val Kilmer's back in it. Last I heard, uh, they got him. Did they get him back? Yeah, Val Kilmer is back as Iceman. He got so fat over the years. I don't mean to push push anyone's buttons, but Bill, if you look up a picture of Val Kilmer now, he really went from the Iceman to the ice cooler. So it's not that we're body shaming anyone here, folks, not trying to, but he really was like, he was a ripped dude. And then he, Oh God, I don't know. I curious to see Val Kilmer. Cause he also, he was also Batman. We can talk about that in a second too. Oh yeah. We can talk about that. Of course. We'll talk about anything, but um, yeah, but yeah, like, but I know with unnecessary sequels, like a bit, Bill, I'm not, I'm going to cut you, but what's your opinion of like Ghostbusters three, and Top Gun Maverick coming out. You know, like, what? what's your opinion? The thing is, why do, like, here's one of my gripes with sequels. Why do it, like, many, many years later? Oh, it's 30 years later. The ghosts are coming back. Well, technically, the video game did that, too, for Ghostbusters. Top Gun Maverick, this movie didn't even have to come out. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be made. Like, that, like, that's the problem. Sequels that just didn't need to be made. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the main problem with sequels is why pick it up, like, 30 years later? I don't know. I and mean, my whole thing is, like, look, if you're going to do that also, oh, But I will say this. The one movie, that, the one sequel that was going to come out that um, – the one sequel that was going to come out – that and by the way, check on the chat board when I'm done saying this because I thought this was brilliant. They should have done this at least 10, five to 10 years ago. Like right around the time when Predators came out, but there was supposed to be an Alien 5. Now hear me out for a second. I, this caught my attention really quick. Alien 5 was supposed to come out and it was supposed to be about a direct sequel ignoring three and four. It was going to come right off Aliens. We talked about that at one point too. That was a sequel I was actually looking forward to because sort of Gordon Weaver is going to come back. They were going to bring back... Uh, What's his name? Michael Bean, who actually I met. He was really nice. He's kind of a druggie at the same time. He's a really cool though guy. Anyways, like that was this it's the concept of a long-term sequel is a new trend in Hollywood, I would like to say. Because like, oh, let's make a sequel to Ghostbusters. Let's make a sequel to Back to the Future. Let's make a sequel to Risky Business. You know, like come on, like 
go down the movie, the franchise of Beverly Hills Cop 4. Come on. They did three of them. Who need, we don't need Beverly Hills Cop 4. Good Christ. Anyways. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, I don't like when people go years later and make a sequel. Like, did we really? It's like, uh, we okay, their story's kind of wrapped up. Why are we doing this? But I think it's ridiculous. Okay, but you know what's a um a, a movie franchise that really didn't need to make sequels? Monsters Incorporated, because we gotta we gotta talk about that in a second. Yeah. Okay. I did not see Monsters University, Andrew. So or whoever said it. Eric. Eric said that. Eric, I did not see Monsters University, so I can't really speak to that matter. Um, that's, but that's not the problem. That's but that's no, I'm pretty cool too. I mean, if, 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 if I may just shed some light on that. Monsters uh, University is more of a prequel. It is actually. It shows how um, Mike and Sully they met in college and all that. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. Look, when I heard, it's just like a giant parody of like '80s college movies. Basically, in Pixar's form. Pixar, I love Pixar. They need to step. Oh, I do too. I think, but I will say, the biggest cash grab that that the Pixar ever made was making Cars one, two, and three unnecessary franchise, hysterical to make fun of, but a really bad franchise. It is a really bad franchise. I, I don't think I've ever seen Cars 1. I think I've seen Cars 1. I didn't see the other two. Oh, wait, wait. I, know, actually, I, I, I shouldn't say that because, listen, Cars 3, I actually I really liked. No, yeah, because I've heard people say that they did like Cars 3. But I heard Cars 2 is, like, universally hated. It was, like, the worst Bash sequel of any Pixar movie ever, probably. Like, Cars 2, Cars 1 and 2 were a step back. Cars 3, people, people need to understand something. Like, Cars 3, it actually had a lot of upside to it. Like the lightning, because for those you don't know, lightning, like a lot of lightning, Ka-chow! lightning McQueen's racers, but like his other race car friends are starting to retire, which signifies okay, this, there's no cars for in the works, you know what I mean? Um, but I will say this cars three, I saw it in theaters and. I honestly actually had a fun time. I can't believe I'm saying that about Cars, but I, go, go watch our Super Review Show review of uh, Cars 3. I think it came out 2017. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, 2017, yes. Yeah. So look, that movie, I actually really like that movie. Cars Can I get back 3. to what I was saying about unnecessary sequels? It, it, that, what? Can I get back to what my unnecessary sequels are? Yeah, go ahead. I went off on a tangent. I'm sorry, but go ahead. All the Jaws sequels. Oh, now we got to talk about Jaws. You're killing like, me. Like, the, the first one is a classic. Jaws. Like, this, this, it was basically the unnecessary sequel to the unnecessary sequel to the unnecessary sequels. Oh, my God. No, you're absolutely right. Now, actually, I'm going to share the screen for a second. So what I'm is the shark made of freaking Teflon or something? It blows up and it comes back. It's ridiculous. Oh my God! Oh, by the way, and just really, really quick, Eric is saying in the chat board, "Cars 2, the only Pixar movie with a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes." <laughs> really, I did not know that, Eric. Uh, that's funny. Good. Thank you for teaching me something today, Eric. I appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. Shout out to Eric. All right, Jaws. Holy shit! We don't listen. Jaws. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where, where's the franchise stuff? Also, the budget was nine million. It made five hundred million dollars. This is ridiculous. Cars 2 is poor. Thanks, Dad. Well, don't forget, Jaws was the first summer blockbuster. Ever. Before Star Wars. Star Wars came out in 77. This is 75. Uh, where is the uh, where is the franchise part of this? I'm on, I'm on the Wikipedia page. Hold on. Like, they 
blockbuster hit the Jaws was the one that started Jaws was the one that started the summer blockbuster. It was. Now, here's the thing. Let me read this. You want to talk about Jaws sequels? Hold on, ready? Jaws spent three sequels to declining critical favor and commercial performance. I mean, they all sucked. They Their combined domestic grosses amount the bare half of the first film. The first film made about $400 million. In October 1975, Steven Spielberg declared the films, uh, to, to a film festival that the making of a sequel is just anything but a cheap carny trick. True. Nonetheless, he did consider taking on the first sequel to the original director, John Hancock, which is actually weird how that said it is, was fired. John Hancock was fi- was fired a few days into the shoot, ultimately in, in his obligations to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which he was working on with Dreyfus, made it impossible. Jaws 2, 1978. Unnecessary sequel! Unnecessary! Spielberg didn't do any of the sequels. I know. He, did, he do, did he do Jaws 2? No, he didn't. And then Jaws 3D was... 83. Where was Jaws the Revenge was 87. No one has had no one has ever heard of them. And did you know for a year Jaws 2 was like the highest grossing sequel until Rocky 2 the next year? Really? Yep. And Roy Scheider actually facts. These are facts. Jaws 2. Look at this. Let's go to the Wikipedia page while I'm sharing the screen with the world. Oh my god. This is this just looks awful. Plus, don't shark didn't the shark blow up? In the first Jaws, like, doesn't that, it, yeah. uh, smile, you son of a bitch. Boom. Made money. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. <laughs> exactly. Look, look at that budget. Look, you see this? It, the budget was $30 million. The box office was 208 for Jaws 2. They still made a decent profit. They made much. That, that's a huge profit. Are you kidding me? Now, Jaws. Well, the second film. Well, don't forget the first film was only a not only had a nine million dollar budget and made like almost five hundred million. Now, look, Jaws three. I don't know why they made a fourth one because this one the budget was eighteen million, and the box office was eighty eight. So it literally made under a hundred million dollars. Like it made back its money, but it's still like here's the thing though. People are thinking like bigger. People are thinking better. You know, more money, better film. Not necessarily the case. Yeah, no way. By the way, Jaws 4. Okay, the budget was $23 million and it made $50 million. Wah, wah. So no one cared about it. 1987. Also, you know, it's funny. Just, pl- just a plug for the Jaws franchise as a whole. Uh, in Back to the Future 2, when they go to the future... They show Jaws like 29 or whatever in the theater. And then they remember that part. Yeah. And you know why? Because they're both universal properties. So, so like, hey, shout out to Jaws. Stop making so many damn sequels. Yeah. I almost want to see them. I almost want to see them. Just out just of curiosity. Just out of complete curiosity to see what it was like to see this awful franchise. This awful franchise from a great movie. Jaws one that really shows you that the, the first one, it's one of those franchises where only the first one is good. The rest of them are crap. Oh, Eric just pointed something out too. A, the a movie making a movie making money doesn't mean it's good. The Transformers sequels are proof of that. We gotta talk about Transformers. Oh god. I, I've only seen one or two of them. 
but I have seen, and I wish, I wish, I wish our, our friend Andrew could chime in on us. But he said he I, said that Bumblebee was fantastic. I heard Bumblebee was pretty good as well. I heard the same thing. I didn't see it. Sadly, I wish I did. Um, but like, I feel like Hollywood in general is more about like the franchises nowadays. Um, Transformers, Eric, you got me stuck on Transformers now for a second. Hold on. So well, Transformers, Michael, Bay, so. Michael Boo. Oh, yeah, but you yeah. know what? It's like Michael Bay is one of those things that critics do not like his movies, but they make money. So he doesn't give a shit. He's laughing his way to the bank. Yeah, he is laughing his way to the bank. Because even though the Transformers movies were crappy, I yeah, they were... the first one was okay. But even though they're crappy and the critics hate them, yeah, they financially they do well. I know you know why they put out kick-ass trailers, but that didn't work for the last Transformers movie they did. They did Transformers in the Last Night, and it made a lot of money, but it all, it. but in in comparison to the other movies, it did not make a lot of money. Like for it made six hundred million dollars worldwide on a budget of two hundred sixty, whereas Transformers: Age of Extinction, which I saw in theaters, and I couldn't believe, well, I was like, "What am I doing here?" It made a billion dollars on the same budget. So they're basically, they're, they're film. And the best way, fun fact, all of you people who are wondering, how do I do this? How do I tell theaters? Not, the theaters are ruining. It's not the theaters. The movie companies, Universal, Paramount. The best way to communicate your money to, a, um, to the studios is to buy independent film tickets is to not spend money on Transformers because that because the box office is a direct response to the the movie the movie um, production company. That's the best way to communicate to a theater. It's a, a, not a theater. Um, a uh, you know what I mean, like uh, Bill. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. So the best way to communicate to a movie uh, company production company is the best way to do so is to not go see the movie. If you don't like the movie, don't go see it. Because you're tell- if you give them your money, they'll make more of it. See what I'm saying? Exactly. But um, mm-hmm. it's like the one – I saw one of them in theaters, which was Dark, Dark in the Moon. Oh, uh, that was – yeah, I, I like that one. Oh, God, I was so bored. It was – it got boring eventually. It was so long. I remember I was in Jersey with some people. My brother had a baseball tournament. Game got right now. Oh, let's go see a movie. I saw it. I was falling. I was like, "Oh my god, this movie's so boring." I know the uh, Age of Extinction was pretty boring, but Dark of the Moon was like literally. Once you get past three, like it's forget about the human characters because human characters are what kind of would sell the movie too, in a sense, aside from the giant robots. But I'll be. But I'll tell you this though: with the Transformer, with the Transformer sequels gave us though. What? Here's a good thing: they gave us a good soundtrack to some. Some of the Linkin Park songs from those are pretty good. Yeah, oh, that's right. Like the song "What I've Done." Yeah. You know, what no. I've done that song. It's, 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 Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. We miss you. Um, but yeah, it just Michael Bay is just explosions. Megan Fox's ass. What every teenage boy wants to see. Explosions in Megan Fox's ass. And once, once, um, once, <laughs> one, once Sam Witwicky, stupid name, once the Shia LaBeouf character lost his uh, girlfriend or whatever, 
They change. They switch this to the Victoria's Secret model. Like this is just a money making scheme. <laughs> Everything's a money making scheme. Every movie ever is that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm, here's something that I want to talk about with just sequels in general. Maybe some of them are unnecessary. We'll see where this goes. And this is actually a franchise that one of the movies that we reviewed, um, the Rocky franchise and the sequels. I. It's funny you say that. Let me look that up. Let's see, Rocky. The film series of Rocky. Let's see. They're all great movies. No, no doubt about it, though. Except for Rocky Five. Hold I on. actually don't think Rocky Five is that bad. It's okay. It's not great. And Tommy Morrison, may he rest in peace. Um, yeah, a real life boxer too. But like, here's the here's the thing, though. Um, it's like most people like the first one and the second one. Um, because there was a big tonal change in the series because the first one and second one were more serious and more, you know. The first two were, the first one won Best Picture at the Oscars. The second one made, was a very, very, very solid film on its own. It, it could have been a Best Picture nomination, truthfully. And like, um, but then like, here's what happened. Um, after Rocky won, Stallone took in the director took over the director's chair and he made it whatever it was and like the second one he tried to stay in the spirit of the first one which he did but then you have rocky three and four which i love four three i'll admit it's a guilty pleasure it's a little campy but three is not that campy stop it well what thunder lips with uh what's his face hulk oh, hogan you don't think that's campy that part was that part but the overall the fans are angry too <laughs> Look at and this. I would have paid to see Mr. T and Hulk Hogan fighting that. Oh my God, that'd be great. And then, and then it just um. But I think why so many people hate Rocky Five is because then people getting used to the fast pace of two, three, and four. Well, not so much two. Two was more in the same pace as the as the first one. But then John Alvison, who directed the first one, came back, and then. Oh my God! It went back to the slower pace, and I liked the the what you call it the yeah the fight the um the the street fight in Rocky Five. I gotta say, my favorite is Rocky Four. Yeah. If I were to rank them, here's how I would rank them all: four, one, two, three. Rocky Balboa and Rocky Six, Rocky Five. Really? Yeah. That's how I would rank them. Like, listen, even though I do like Rocky Five, it's like what I say about The Godfather Three, which were released in the same year, by the way. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They were both released in 1990. But like, here's the thing, though: Rocky Five and Godfather Three. I like them, but I'm, I'm I, I admit, out of the series, they're the weakest. Yeah. They're the they're the weakest out of out of the what you call it um out of these out of the series but like here's another thing um and then it goes into a new series Creed Creed and the funny thing because I just rolled up I just pulled up the Wikipedia page while we're talking about it Creed three is currently in development it's currently looking for something to do I'm not sure how they're gonna do it look oh, what it no. does on any oh, I'm reading this right now if you don't mind if you can just are you, uh, are you? That's a stupid idea. 
unnecessary sequel. We don't need now, a let me tell you. Okay, for those of you who haven't seen, okay, minor spoilers. Okay, for those of you who haven't seen Creed, it's now years later. Yeah. Um, kid by the name of Donis Johnson, who is the illegitimate son of Apollo Creed. Correct. Who wants to get into boxing, and he seeks out Rocky. Yeah. To train him. And Adonis, who's played by Michael B. Jordan, by the way, who's like one of my favorite actors. Um, Fantastic. So he's training him and, you know, other stuff, which I'm not going to get into because it's a spoiler. They, you know, tries to train him to fight. And then the second one, okay, when there was, I remember after Creed won, Justin and I were saying, you know what? Leave this movie alone. Don't make any more sequels. You're just going to turn this into another into another Rocky. Mm. And then they announced Creed 2. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then, and then when they were making um, Rocky, when they were making Creed 2, they were going to announce that Dolph Lundgren was coming back as Drago from Rocky 4. And yeah. he was going to fight. I'm thinking, what, what is he gonna fight? What you gonna call it? Is he gonna fight Creed? Is he gonna fight him? And I'm like, oh god, this is. And then they bring in his son, Drago's son, yeah. Victor Drago. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I saw the trailer. I watched the trailer, and I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe this could work. This could work. And you know what? I'm gonna say this. Creed 2 is a surprise sequel. What I mean by that is, like, when at first I was like, no, this is a stupid idea, this is a bad idea. But then when I said that they, that they were gonna, he was going to be fighting Drago's son, I'm like, okay, you know what? This could work. This could work. This could work. And you know what? It worked. It was, I mean. And I actually liked it. I really liked Creed 2. But, like, here's the problem, though, with Creed 3. I just read... Can you scroll up a little bit? Uh, Yeah, hold on. Just to... Uh, I'll uh, Creed, it. like, the Creed 3 stuff? Hold on. Here yeah. Okay, I'm reading this right now. Um, in front of their ongoing discussions regarding the third Creed film, that, that same month, professional boxer Deontay Wilder announced plans to begin a career in acting, stating that Oh, God, if they do this, this is a horrible idea. Really? Because let me tell you, Creed 2 made sense because, spoiler for those who didn't see Rocky 4, Drago kills Apollo Creed. Yeah, it was a great... That it made just... sense. Then Adonis, Creed's son, he wants revenge. That makes sense. This doesn't. Like, what did Clubber Lang do? He made some, in Rocky 3, he made some snarky comment to him and Apollo lost his shit. Yeah, you know what he did him? He was rude. And that is, he was very rude. I'm like, are you, uh, reading this, I'm like pissed. I'm furious right now. Like, yeah. this is stupid. And whoever greenlit this should not have a career in film right now. This is a, this is a dumb idea. This is a freaking dumb idea. And also, I'm reading this one. Um, the, the, the TBA untitled Rocky film? Sly, we love you. We love you, Sly, but time to hang it up. Or hang don't up the do another rock. Don't do another Rocky film because 
the Creed mm -hmm. franchise was about Rocky go beat Stallone going from like the main star to a more supporting role. Yeah, and also, like, do you see what's beneath this television? God, they're trying to milk this shit, aren't they? Oh my God, it's one fucking character. You know what I would have liked to see? What? How about like an Apollo prequel? Look, if you're gonna build out the franchise. Build it out differently. Do something else. I don't know. Like I think an Apollo Creed sequel wouldn't be too bad. What do you think? No, Creed three. I'm totally down for. I'm not. I know you're not. I, but this is a stupid idea. <laughs> and Evergreen with this again should not be at a job right now. Uh, but boy. you know what? Like I said, who knows? I didn't. I didn't like the idea of a Creed two, but I ended up liking it. Watch, you're gonna like Creed three. <laughs> Watch what's gonna happen. That's gonna. I'm gonna sit there. No, no. I'm this. This movie's gonna be shit. And then when I watch it, I'm gonna be. And then I'm. I'm gonna be. Hmm. It was actually good. Okay, I want to give a special shout out right now to somebody who's actually texting me during all this. Okay. That is my good friend Mark Halpern, aka Old Ops Guy. Hey, um, hey, hey, he is he's been on my sports podcast plenty of times. I told him about this one. He's a big movie nerd. Um, great guy, great guy. Um I'm reading what he texted me right now. He said, number one, it makes great sense for Creed to knock out Drag of the Sun. I just said that. However, as a person who watched the Rocky franchise from start to finish, I think it's a reach where they're going to go try to go with it. And excuse me, there's more. I just my damn phone. Yeah, um, I think it's a reach of where they're trying to go with it. If they're going to go with an idea of Creed now going after Clever Lang's nephew or something, then it's stupid. End it with the second movie because it was a good end. Exactly! <laughs> Mark just said everything, Mark. Mark, you are 100% correct. They're going to milk the cow. Don't. Like, that's the thing with a lot of these sequels. They end perfectly. And they said, you know, we were talking about this when we talked about Toy Story. Toy Story 3 ended perfectly. It didn't Mark, need another one. Yeah, and this one, you know, Creed, okay, Creed necessarily didn't need a sequel, but, you know, Creed 2 was good. I liked it. Yeah. But do we really need a Creed 3? You know, like, here's the thing. The studio, in their infinite wisdom, yeah, Guys, sometimes I can be very anti-studios, but in their, in their if infinite bureaucratic, in their infinite bureaucratic um wisdom, yeah, they think, hey, let's just they, they're trying to turn Creed into the next Rocky. They might trying to turn it into a next Rocky. Like, okay, we just did an unnecessary sequel that actually did good. Now let's make out another unnecessary sequel. And then let's do another unnecessary sequel. And then another one. And another one. And we're gonna be swimming in cash. And the cash cow. Let's ruin. Listen to its musical moves. Listen to it. It's beautiful. Like, you know why they do sequels. To make money. <laughs> All right. So what do you want to talk about next before I give myself a stroke? All right, relax there, sir. Uh, what other sequels? Oh, you know what? I, 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 my, I think my cousin's watching. Hold on. Hey, JT's cousin. Whatever your name is. Cousin-in-law. Hold on. Cousin-in-law. 
Avatar. Fred. Okay, a few things from Eric. Well, actually, one thing from Eric. I can't yeah, wait for them to make four more Creed movies and then have them train someone. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do, Eric. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be okay, great. Okay, so uh future. Hold on one second. Um so give me one second. I, I'm gonna share with you the screen in a second if I can get to it. Set home release theme thing. Okay. Did they get rid of Avatar 4? I think they're like gonna make some of them back to back. I mean, well, listen, I like the film. It was a I'll good be honest, film. I tried to sit through it. I couldn't. You couldn't? Jake it was Jake Sully, was that his name? Sam Worthington mm -hmm. played him. I think so, but it's just like one of those stories that we've heard over and over and over. Yeah, I, look, they. However, James Cameron said that that he talked to Fox, and he did want to greenlit. They greenlit this, right? They greenlit their uh, the sequels, but I think they're gonna film them all at once and release them separately. Though, hold on. Like I've seen some of the film, and I gotta make visually, it's amazing. Oh, it is. Hold on, let me see. All right, Mark is joining in on the fun now. Yeah. All the Avatar movies. Tell Mark to join in the chat board. Mark, if you want, buddy, join in on the chat board. Yeah, don't be afraid. We don't bite. We don't bite. Like <laughs> Bill might, but <laughs> nah, nah, he knows me. Like when he can, we watch football like every Sunday when it's me and the guys that do the podcast with. So he knows me pretty well by now. Yeah. But um, all oh. the Avatar movies are almost done filming. Three and four are going to be released, I believe, in 2021 and 2022. Okay, this is what it says here. This is the last updated stuff I have. They're, wait, no, they're going to do four Avatar sequels? So there's going to be five films? Shit. Money. Well, I remember when, whatchamacallit, um... What? Hold on one second. No, no, no. Yeah, actually, wait, Mark. Um, Mark, if you're watching, they're actually... They changed the release dates. They pushed everything back a... They pushed everything back. Um, they filmed December 20, the, which was the first one, which was supposed to come out in 2021. The first sequel is now coming out in 2022. The second one, which was supposed to come out, the next one, which was supposed to come out in 2022, is now coming out in 2023. Because due to the um, due to the pandemic, they everything got delayed and they pushed everything back a year. Yeah, this one is this uh, this 2022. Hold on, and then look, look, look. Okay, so after two, uh, here's the. So they, they took off four and five, but let's face it. If Avatar two and three make money, there's going to be a three and a four and a five. Matt, welcome back. Hey, Matt. Join the chat board. Matt, I think Avatar sequels will be a disaster. The original came out over 10 years ago and it's repetitive. I agree. Well, because I remember that movie came out in 2009. It did. And I remember that movie that movie was everywhere yeah that movie was freaking everywhere 
Yeah, they really, yeah. Everybody was talking about it, of how great it was. I liked it. It was a pretty long movie, too. But you know what? Like, the thing is, it's like when it first came out, everybody was talking about it. Everybody thought it was great. But then when you kept watching it, you're like, eh? I think as more people watched it, they dissed this. Like, if you go on any list on the internet of top 10 most overrated movies, nine times out of 10, Avatar is either in the top five or number one. Really? I've never looked that up, to be honest with you. Like, Avatar is, like, in the top five or or even number one. Hmm. But, um, yeah, Matt, Matt, if you're watching again, I don't know how this is going to be. Because... Like I said, first when it came out, everybody was talking like, James Cameron has been working on this film for over a decade. Since Titanic! Yeah, we want to talk about overrated movie. You know what? That could be another show. Um, overrated. That could be another show. Overrated. Well, yeah. we're, 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 our next... I, I saw Avatar in theaters and I thought it was super boring. Matt, I didn't see it in theaters, but, you know. But visually, you have to admit, it looks great. It was pretty good, to be honest with you. The visuals were fantastic. Um, JT, can you still hear me? Yeah, why? I don't know. My computer's acting a little funny, so... Bill, get it right! I'm kidding, but I love you. Um, okay, we're good. We're good. Um, it looked so... It looked cool, too. Also, the reason why I made so much money is because of the... Uh, uh, CG, uh, 3D was just coming out, too, and the 4D experiences was just coming out, too. It just looked amazing. And it was, it was okay. But then I think people just caught on saying the story is not that good. Yeah. By the way, can we just talk about James Cameron for two seconds? The guy's directed eight films. Only eight? He's only directed eight? He's directed Terminator 1, Terminator 2, True Lies. Um, what's the other one? Did he, he direct any of the Alien movies, movies or... Aliens, Titanic, and Avatar. That's it. He hasn't directed any movies since Avatar. I don't think so. No, I haven't checked. Anyways, just want to let you know. He's directed like the greatest films of all time. (laughs) It's like all you need is eight movies and you're good to go. Yeah, instead of directing 30 like Steven Spielberg, he's done a pretty good job. Uh, But it's like with, it's like here's what I heard. Sunday, on a Sunday night in 1998, James Cameron wins Best Picture for Avatar. That Monday morning, I mean, for Titanic, sorry. Yeah, for Avatar. That Monday morning, he starts working on Avatar. He took a long time. But, yeah, but I don't know where this could go. And, again, James Cameron and probably wants to just make more money. Bill, take the chat board. Oh, we got some stuff going on the chat board? Okay. Yeah. Hey, Mark, a.k.a. Laps Guy. I believe that the extension is going to be a fifth film in total problem is with everything going on in the world. It's going to be delayed as it's going to be. I agree. But um, yeah, we got to see what goes on with that. So, okay. What other sequels can we chat about here? Um, You know, did you want to say anything more about Avatar? Are you ready to move on? I'm ready to move on. I mean, if anyone else, uh, you know what we could do? What? A sequel. I have an idea. 
Okay. Live on, live on YouTube. Just talk, bear with me for a second. But do, uh, do the Jeopardy theme for a second. Okay, let's see. Mark, yes, I agree. I believe that the extension is going to be a fifth film on the total problem and everything going on in the world. Okay, that could be interesting. That's not a fair point. Uh, Avatar is kind of super boring. Which one? Avatar. It's kind of super boring, as Matt would say. I mean, it is, yes, but I, I, it depends on You know who what you it's are. like? It's like that girl in high school who you had a gigantic crush on because you thought she was like super attractive. But then once you got to know her, she has like the personality of a paper bag. She has like the personality of a paper bag. I love your analogies. It's so funny. All right, here we go. That's Avatar. Ta-da! The Dollars Trilogy. Now this is a, now, okay. I got to go off on this for a second because let's face it. The first two films... The first one was A Fistful of Dollars, right? Clint Eastwood. Fantastic, fantastic movie. I have, I've seen all three. You know, fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a lot of enemies when I'm about to say I've never seen them. The only, the only one you really need to see is this one. Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Yeah, it's one of the best movies of all time. But the Man, the Man with No Name trilogy, people forget this. It's a trilogy. Everyone knows the third film. The third film is the most well-known. Isn't that insane? Yeah. So okay, like for a fistful of dollars with Clint Eastwood, uh, for a few dollars more was the next year with Clint Eastwood again. Then the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So that's interesting. How it's the last movie, but it's the most well known, and it's the th- last film in that series or that franchise or that sequel. You know, it's it, it, it is usually. What's funny is it's it's that it's actually the the trilogy film that's like the most popular does the most good because usually I feel with trilogies and you can talk more about that and then that'll that'll commence into something else that I have in mind but it's usually like with, with trilogies the first one's usually the best the second one is usually good not as good as the first one with a few exceptions those being those being Godfather 2, The Empire yeah. Strikes Back, Terminator 2, The Dark Knight. Stop. <laughs> oh, you knew that was coming. Uh, um, yeah, but like, listen. The, and, the, and the third one is usually, eh, like there's very rare exceptions, but eh, we'll get to those exceptions in a second if you want. It's just, but inter- go on. It's just interesting to see how the first movie is not that well known. The second movie is kind of well known. But the third movie is one of the greatest movies of all time. Really? The third one. The good, and just watch the chat board for me as well. Your, your friends are chatting away. Uh, I'll get to them in a second. But the fist, the, 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 the good, the bad, the ugly is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen, to be honest with you. I've seen it once, and I was floored by it. Plug for our movie commentary on the Superview show. We did do movie commentary of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and honestly, that was my first ever viewing of it. And I loved it. I loved it so much. And I love this is after seeing the first two ahead of time and then going into it, which I thought was great. Um, but this one, it's so unique how the first film, the first two films you don't really know about. Then yeah, that is weird. Third film. I never even heard of the, the other two. I, that's my point. But you've heard of the good, the bad, and the ugly because you know film and whatnot. Yeah, everyone knows the good. Like that's the one that most people know. 
Yeah. Is and, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. The, the, the whole, the whole, and that ending is fantastic. Too. The, the trailer for it, if you go watch it, you go on YouTube, watch the trailer for it. That standoff at the end, it's fantastic. Um, and I'm not going to give it away, but it's fantastic. It's one of the best endings of a trilogy, I think, ever, in my opinion. More so than Back to the Future or Lord of the Rings or, you know, or like stuff like that. But it, a lot, the, this trilogy gets under overlooked a lot, in my opinion. Because a lot of people just think of the third one when they think of the man with no name. They think of the good, the bad, and the ugly as a, as a standalone film. And no, listen, I didn't even know it it had like two beforehand. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Also, and that's the beautiful thing about this this trilogy. A lot of people forget it's a trilogy, but because I don't know, it's just it's amazing to me how, um, you know, like. It's amazing to me how the people just forget about. And Sergio Leone directed the whole thing. Sergio Leone directed all three films perfectly. He really did. And look, look at this. The look at the critical reception of this: ninety-eight, ninety-one, and ninety-seven. Wow. On Rotten Tomatoes. All right, I just want to read you some what we got in the chat board. Um, yeah, I see that they're going off in there. What's going on? Okay, Mark. Do not start with the Godfather. There is a rarely a movie his there is rarely a movie history where the sequel is better is better. Godfather two is better than Godfather one. Debatable. I do like Godfather two, mm -hmm. and three was a mistake. If you if you were watching when I said earlier, Mark, I actually don't think three is that bad. Not as good as the other two, but I don't think it's that bad. And it's under one of the best movie lines comes from the Godfather three. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. And Matt, oh boy, JT, he's going to set you off. The Dark Knight is my favorite sequel of all time. Lies! No, I'm kidding. Um, for those of you who have watched me for, any, me for any period of time, uh, the whole thing with the whole thing with me and the Dark Knight trilogy, I don't like Christopher Nolan at all. I really wish he would try some other things, to be honest with you. That's a very unpopular opinion plug for other show. Um, I don't like Nolan. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but like, he's just so like... He's one tone. He's one this, one that, and I really wish he would step out of his. I really wish he would step out of his comfort zone and direct a comedy or something. That's uh, that's my two cents. Don't kill me. But here's what I will say about the Dark Knight trilogy, just because we've talked about it's a this good, a lot. very good. It's a very good trilogy too. If you want to, uh, I think Batman Begins. I think it's a good starting point. Like you yeah. see more of what happens. Yeah, keep talking. Of how he became Batman, like with Ra's al Ghul and the yeah. League of Shadows. And I think that was really good. I think it's just a really good starter point. Um, yeah. I think, and I also really liked um, John. I also really liked um, Cillian Murphy. Yes. Yes, I bought the collector set, though. I liked Cillian Murphy as the Scarecrow. He played a very good role, too. What was that? He played a good, good job in the franchise, too, the three films. And it's actually funny. You want to hear something? Um, this when I went to see, whatchamacallit, um, when I went to see The Dark Knight Rises in 2012, we'll talk about that movie in a minute, but... Yeah, go ahead. Um, they were doing a... They were doing a Christopher Nolan... They were doing a Christopher Nolan Batman marathon. They, were, they showed Batman Begins, and they showed The Dark Knight, and then they showed The Dark Knight Rises. Really? And the scene when, when um, when jo when Jonathan Crane is first in the um, what you call it? Yes, when he's in the um, mental asylum and he uses the fear gas. When did the 
not take over the nut house. Sometimes they scream. That's and he goes. Sometimes they scream and cry. Yeah, I think that movie on the big screen, that scene on the big screen is absolutely terrifying. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's, it's absolutely terrifying. And here's what I what else I'm going to say about. But yeah, I think that was the perfect starting point. Um, in the Dark Knight, do we need to even more say about it? Um, I think Heath Ledger's Joker is fantastic. Christian Bale's Batman, like I like him, but the voice—it just drives me insane. Indeed, pasta. You know, give me a break. But. This is just my collector set. I'm just showing everyone. Yeah, but like you said, and listen, I had my, I did, I'm not going to spend too much time on the Dark Knight because I do, I, we talked about that extensively last week when we were talking about franchises. So if you want more detail, go watch that because I don't want to repeat myself. But I think it was a good sequel. I really like Heath Ledger. And yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Like a lot of people are going to ask though, JT, do you think maybe just random question here, do you think Heath Ledger? Only got. Do you think that movie was only notable because of Heath Ledger's death? I think, as much as I don't like the film, I will acknowledge the fact that Heath Ledger made that movie what it is. Because he won the Oscar for it, and I think it also won Best Sound Editing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Also, this is signed by Christopher Nolan. This goes part. Not literally. I think it's just a printout, but. Uh, and I'm just showing you guys, as I'm talking about the Dark Knight trilogy, uh, Jesse Ors, if you're out there, please watch this. Um, like, there's, it came with all these cars and this, this photographs and stuff, too. Hold on. Uh, the Dark Knight, you know, it's a very, it's a cop movie with Batman in it. It's not a bad movie. I, I have issues with it, but that's me personally. That's all my personal thing. I Overall, I like the film. Heath Ledger, though, despite him being dead, he did deserve the Oscar that he won that year. He did. He, he deserved it because no one – here, look at this. He, these are the, the different villain cards that came with it. Mm -hmm. um, I'll show you more in a second. But uh, he – Raz al Ghul, Liam Neeson, Scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, he's really – listen, I'm, let's talk about it right now. He did an excellent job as talking about uh, talking about Heath Ledger. I know we're getting a little off topic, but Heath Ledger's Joker, he won that Oscar because he delivered such a performance that no one else would have given. Jared Leto, you know, Jared Leto is another Joker. Jack Nicholson was the 80s Joker, but he was that Joker. Um, and he perfected that oh, role. Because you know what? It's because it's kind of like the different tones with the Batman franchises. Like you have the Tim Burton tone, which is more dark and it's so comic booky, and then you have the Joel Schumacher, which is more yeah, I'm in this. But then you have, and then you have the Christopher Nolan, which is the more realistic type, because you know a lot of like some of the villains in the other ones can't exist in the Nolan Batman because oh, I haven't even opened this up yet, but here's the little toy cards. Ooh, nice. Uh, so there's something. But I also want to talk about. Go ahead. Talk about something else. But no, I was I was just about to talk about the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, okay. What is it? What is what did you think of the movie? It was the I thought it was a very good listen, the last 
10 minutes completely lost me. The rest of the movie was very good. Here's the thing. Um, the, the JGL is not Robin. We all know that. It's I didn't so, know it was just like a fan service, in all honesty. It's so stupid. That was one of the stupidest things they did. He's not Robin. That was like what I like to call fan service. Like they exactly. he's more not like Robin. an homage. He's not Robin, everyone. But he isn't. I, I just told you he isn't. I know. JGL was not Robin at the end of the we're, we're turning into the Batman show. Um, JGL was not Robin at all. He was not Robin. He was set up to be this new. Like he no none of this crap and then people think oh well Joseph Gordon Levitt's gonna come back. Look, it's been about eight years since the movie came out and nothing happened. So pull your take off your diaper, put on your underwear, and realize you're fine. Well, here's what I think about the Dark Knight Rises. Um, of the trilogy, of the trilogy, I'm gonna be straight up honest. Of the trilogy, it's a very good trilogy. Here's how I would rank them. I would put Dark Knight as number one. A lot of people would. I would put Batman Begins as number two. A lot of people do that too. And I would put Dark Knight Rises at number three. Like, yeah. here's what I got to say about the Dark Knight Rises. When I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, this was so great. But then, like, here's a, a funny thing. I watched him. Doug Walker did a review of it and he said he hated it. And I'm like, oh, you're stupid. You don't know what I do. And as much as I love Doug Walker, I'm like, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. But then when I watched it again, yeah. I started seeing more of the flaws of the movie. Yeah. I started seeing more of the flaws. And I still like it, but I was and then I went back and watched Doug's review again. And I'm like thinking, okay, he's right on that one. Kind of right yeah. on that one. He's right on that one. And but like I don't think it's bad. I think for what for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. I think for what it's worth, JT, yeah. I think it wrapped up the series well, though. I think it wrapped it up fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was a perfect wrap-up. I think it was a good – I wouldn't say perfect. I think it was a – okay, maybe perfect, but I think it was a good conclusion Yeah. to the series. But, um, but you know, it's – yeah, but I, rem- I remember when you were saying about J.G. Alba, is he Robin? Is he Robin? Like, I was even thinking, is he? People but then, you know, up. I'm thinking, okay, it was probably just because Christopher Nolan has said, uh, um, he's gone on record to say it's over. So, but, um, Christopher, like JGL says, Christopher Nolan was like, um, um, Robin will never be in my movie. Just another fun theory in The Dark Knight, um, the series where Harvey, the scene when Harvey Dent slash Two Face dies. Oh, that was a good scene. And his one eye is open. And whatchamacallit, um, what's his face? Um, a lot of people go, oh, Two-Face is still alive, Two-Face is still alive, Two-Face is still alive. And Christopher Nolan goes, uh, no, uh, he's pretty much dead. Yeah, that's... He, he, he confirms, yeah, he's dead. And I'm like, see? Because I think in the script it read, he, he lays there with a broken neck. It doesn't specifically say he died. But, um... Yeah, that's what I got to say about the the Nolan series. I think The Dark Knight was the best. I like I don't think The Dark Knight I don't think The Dark Knight Rises is awful. But I think out of the trilogy, I will say it's the weakest. 
But uh, yeah, let's go back to the chat board for a moment. Um, I'm checking it right now. How do you feel about, okay, this is kind of out of the realm of sequels, but I think it's worth a good conversation. Yeah, because well, I mean, well. You know what, Matt? We're going to, as it says in the chat board, we're going to save that for another show. Yeah. I'm going to copy and paste those questions so I can, so we can talk about that. You don't even have to because I save the live chat every time we do it. Awesome. So, but um, the thing uh, is, how do you feel about the new Batman franchise coming out? Yeah, really see, but I think they made it too many Batman movies. I can kind of agree with you on that. They made a lot over the years. They 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 tend to make there's gonna be like a thousand different Batman movies. Like I think he's like the one of the top characters that they made the most film adaptations of. Oh, for sure. Like they are gonna make they're gonna milk like, the cow. They made so many, it's I don't know where they're gonna go from here. But uh, yeah, so okay, all right. Let's um, let's talk about some other sequels, or if you want to stay on trilogies, we can. Oh, I just thought of one. Let's hear it. Hold on, let me let me see if I can pull it up really quick. You ready? I'm gonna share the screen with you about how I didn't see this movie because I wanted to though, kind of badly. Oh, Dumb and Dumber Two! I didn't say it. And then in 2024, they're going to be Dumb and Dumber 3. No, I'm kidding. They're not going to do that. Um, I like Jeff Daniels. I, I do like Jeff Daniels. I, I I told you all my thoughts on Jim Carrey last week. I'm not going to reiterate them, but I really do like Jeff Daniels. Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey as Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's what he is. This was a sequel that kind of fit like a nice little thought, but I, was it a good idea, though? I don't know. What do you think, Bill? I think it was a good... I think I I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber too, so yeah. I mean, I remember the trailers and stuff. It it looked entertaining. I mean, because like a lot, a lot, like Jim Carrey's just playing himself and all that stuff. But like, I don't know. This is like, I this is like the twenty years later, and they are, um, you know what I mean, like. I, I I don't I don't know I don't know this it just, it looks so dumb. Hunts the title. <laughs> dumb and dumber, so it gets dumber. Yeah, dumb and dumber two, and they put T O. Well, because I can't spell it. Get it two. <laughs> but um. But um. Anyway, there was some other um, sequels I wanted to talk about. Um, when because when we were on like Dark Knight, the trilogies. You know what I find interesting with trilogies? How I said usually the first one's good, second one is okay, slash good, and the third one is eh. I actually thought of two series that were actually the third one. I think is the best. Wow, which one? Well, one of them we are going to our good friend at the MCU. Oh, you know what? We could talk about that too. We could talk about like good. Yeah, but um, let me get the ball rolling, and then we'll talk more about MCU. Ready? Yeah. Um, the Thor series. The Thor series? Is that what you just said? Thor. the The first one is okay. The second one is bored as hell. But the third one, I think the third one, Thor: Ragnarok, is the best of the three. Could you say that about Iron Man? No. <laughs> no, I was just wondering. Like, I, I'm curious. I would rank them. 
Here's how I would rank the Iron Man movies. Iron Man 1, best. Iron Man 3, I would say is okay. And Iron Man 2 is meh. Iron Man 2 is not good. It's not awful, but it's not good. We, the weakest Marvel film. See, like I'm looking at it right now. You see this? See, look, here we go. I see it now. Yes, we're going to... Yeah, folks, we're going back to MCU land. If you don't like it, that's your issue. Yeah. Oh, here's something that Matt said. I generally think comedy sequels often aren't as good as any of the comedy sequels aside from Dumb and Dumber 2. Either of you have an opinion about... I kind of agree. Sorry, we're going to Matt's question, if you don't mind. Um, If comedy sequels are just not as good as the first one, well... I agree to a point. Um, the problem is that there are just so many times you can do the same joke. Yeah, no, that's true. And like, like, let me tell you, there was this, um, have you seen the Ted movies? No, I haven't. Well, let me tell you, Ted 2, I'll be honest, I, I, I didn't think it was awful, but, but like, there was this joke that just keeps going. And, um, the first time, like, oh, that's kind of funny. The second time, I was like, okay, that joke is, um, okay, that joke is kind of, okay, we just heard it, but okay, it's still funny. And then they did it one more time. Like, okay, this joke is really starting to become unfunny. With Ted, but, too. Yeah, but to its credit, they do stop before the joke gets too old. Yeah. But, um, but there is this one part. Okay, this is a little bit messed up, but it is funny. Mm -hmm. Like one of the best jokes in Ted Two. Yeah, best joke. They're like, you know what we should do to celebrate? Yell sad suggestions at the improv club, and they're like, and they're like, hell yeah! I'm like, okay, okay, we need an event. We need okay, we need an event. And then somebody shouts, nine eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> like it is so messed up because okay, okay, um a person, a person, Robin Williams. <laughs> and then they're like going, um, <laughs> um <laughs> and then they're going, Okay, uh, Robin Williams on 9-11. Jesus Christ. And it is a messed up joke, and there is some other stuff that I'm not going to get into because it is kind of screwed up. Yeah. But they're but they yell something else and they go. Okay, do you want me to say it or not? Like, up to you. It's up to you. I, it's fine with me. Okay. Actually, you know what? Because it does, it does feature someone who was um, accused of very serious allegations. And I think in today's climate, I shouldn't be saying it. But anyway, they say that thing. And he goes, you're a sick man. And he goes, we're giving you the tools, buddy. Now give us some fucking comedy. I'll tell you off camera. but Yeah, that's fine. But it's, but yeah, um, I agree with you, Matt. Um, generally, comedy sequels are kind of bad because. But sometimes they don't work. Exactly. Look at Airplane 2. Because there's so many times you can tell certain jokes. Look at Airplane 2. JT, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me that. <laughs> like, like, I haven't seen airplane. Two. I've seen airplane one, but I haven't seen airplane two. Good, it's okay. 
I mean, nowadays it looks like an okay sequel, but it's a, it's not that great to be honest with you. Like, or no, no, the sequel that I would love to see though is Spaceballs two. That would be fun. Oh, I love Spaceballs. My favorite Spaceballs, the movie. For those who don't know what we're talking about, I'm going to Google this. There was news back, I think, in 2018 that Mel Brooks was looking at doing something. Spaceballs 2. Spaceballs, the face mask. <laughs> That's funny. You know what my favorite scene in that is? What's his... Who hired him? I did, sir. He's my cousin going. What's his name? He's an asshole, sir. Yeah, I know that, but what's his name? He's asshole. an asshole. Major, Major asshole. asshole. And his cousin? First class something something asshole. How Major. many assholes do we have on this ship? Yo! Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Look at this. Look at that. That was in New York City subways. Really? Spaceballs? Spaceballs 2. The search for more money. <laughs> It, 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 but you, like it looks so promising, though. That's the thing. Okay, I just want to just read what Matt said. Some comedy sequels include both Austin Powers sequel and Clerks Two. I actually like Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. If that counts as a sequel, Spaceballs Two, The Schwartz Awakening. Spaceballs the movie, merchandising, merchandising. That's where the real money is. That's such a funny movie. Spaceballs. Yeah, but um. Yeah, but since they don't have a sequel, I think we should get back to sequels. Um, yeah, no, but um, that would be a fun movie to see, though. Spaceballs 2. That would be awesome. But we all know the best line before we move on. Yeah. Uh, before you die, before there's something you want to know. I am your father's, uncle's, nephew's, cousin's, former roommate. Well, what does that make us? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> what you're about to be. Prepare to die. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to sequels. Um, <laughs> um, like, like I said, I think of the you. We were talking about the MCU sequels. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Of like, so yeah, that's what my thoughts on Iron Man is. I think one is the best. Three is second. Two is eh. What about your your thoughts on Marvel sequels or MCU? All right, since we have a lot of trilogies now uh, through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we have Iron Man 1, 2, 3, Thor 1, 2, 3, Captain America 1, 2, 3. We got all this stuff, right? Yeah. Let's look at it. Let me help you look because I'm going back to this. I like, I like this little feature we have. We can do this. Is it all right. Really great? It's still great, everyone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So Iron Man, Iron Man 2. This is the setup stuff. Yes. They set everything up. Honestly, I like Iron... Uh, yeah, but are we looking at trilogies or best sequels? In the market. It's up to you. Okay. Iron Man 1 is fantastic. Iron Man 2 is okay. Iron Man 3 is very, very, very good. And a lot of people were hating on it. I actually really liked it a lot. Really? I cried That's an unpopular opinion. I, cry, I cried at the end. Uh, believe it or not. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, sucks to suck. Thor 1 was a lot of fun. Thor 2 was okay. Captain America, the first Avenger. Fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh, it, I liked it. It was great. I loved that movie. It was, and it ended on such a sad note. 
it was such a sad ending. People forget that. Captain America, the Winter Soldier comes out in 2014. Can we acknowledge that that's a great sequel? Oh, that was a really good sequel. And anyways, look what happens on the third Captain America film. Captain America, Civil War. Or as we jokingly call it, Avengers 2.5. Two and a half. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. There's never going to be another Captain America movie with Chris Evans. He's done. He's done. Um, when Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out, I can't wait to see that. Uh, be Uga, Chaka, Uga, 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 Chaka. Uga. Blue Sweet, Don't Kill Me. But, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, but, um, okay, this is not part of the MCU, but it's based on a Marvel comic. Yeah. You know what I think, like, what I was saying, how it's like the reverse trilogy, how I said Thor 1 was okay, second one was garbage, third one was... Yeah. Really good. You know what's another one? The Wolverine trilogy. You know what? You really raise a really good point. And I have to bring that up while I'm in here. So X-Men Origins Wolverine was just and I saw it in theaters. Really? And it was so boring. It was such a freaking snooze fest. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Hugh Jackman, but I was just so bored. Oh my god. And Deadpool was in it. We can't forget that. Yeah, like there was a joke in Dead in the Deadpool two two when Ryan Reynolds is re- reading the screenplay for X Men Origins Wolverines. No, 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 wait, that was for Green Lantern. No, no, but Ryan Reynolds did make it appear uh, in X Deadpool and Deadpool. He had he had the Deadpool from X Men Origins Wolverine action figure. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, don't make my super suit green or animated. Referencing to freaking wall to Green Lantern. That was so funny. But anyway, yeah, X-Men Origins Wolverine sucked. Um, the Wolverine I didn't think was too, too bad. I liked it quite a bit. It was, it very was, I thought it was okay. It was good. It wasn't amazing, but... I mean, I liked it, but then Logan. Oh, that was... That's an example of a trilogy that went like this. That goes like much. X-Men Origins Wolverine to the Wolverine, which I liked. I liked the Japanese element to it. I really did. I liked the samurai aspect. But then Logan came out. And Logan, I was crying. I'm admitting on camera that I was crying in theaters. Oh, my God. That was such an amazing. (laughs) I actually got a funny story about Logan. I didn't see it in theaters. And I hadn't seen it. And I'm also our dear friend, Matt. Hemsley can actually occur to this. Um, him and I were thinking about seeing it one day, and um, I got other plans. I got the text messages to prove it. Oh, Matt, I'm sorry, buddy. Please forgive me. I hope you please forgive me after um, three years. But but it, I, I don't think you wanted to go anyway. I, I don't remember, Matt. It was three years ago. But, dude, I am so sorry. Um, but anyway... And then I bought it on, uh, whatchamacallit, um, I bought it on DVD. Yeah. And um, I started yeah. watching it, and then I didn't watch it anymore. And then Justin goes, you still haven't seen it? And I'm like, no, I haven't. And then here's what happened. I thought I actually lost my DVD of Logan. I thought I lost it. So then one day I'm in Best Buy, and I see a Blu-ray copy of it. It's like a, it was like, 
I don't know, it was like five, six bucks. I'm like, okay, I might as well pick it up. I go home, I watch it on Blu-ray, I go upstairs, my I found my DVD copy of Logan. So I now have two copies of Logan. Oh my god. But I really I really did like Logan. And you know what? They took their R rating and they freaking owned it. They Logan showed how you can make anything work if you really put your mind to it. And they made that they made that last Wolverine movie really work. They made it work. And it's so funny. It's like the first one of that trilogy was the worst, and the third one was the best. And yeah, I really liked it. And I was kind of crying too when I saw the ending. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman, I thought he was really good as Wolverine. Yeah, he was. I mean, let's not forget Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. He's been in all the movies. You know, he's been in all of them. No, I agree. I agree. He was in all of them. Yeah. So um. Even Deadpool, right? Yeah, but it's funny with the trilogies, and it says we're talking about Wolverine. Have you seen what is it, X Men Apocalypse? I love Apocalypse. There was a joke when they were walking out, since it was the third movie in the series, there was a joke when they were walking out and they're like, walking out of, what is it, Return of the Jedi? And like, well, the third part of the trilogy isn't always that good. It's like they're poking fun at the third movies and trilogies. I know, that. that's always another thing too. It's like, it's not even that, like how many third films are great? And we just talked about a bunch of them, but still, you know? Like the two ones, okay, like this one is not a trilogy. Because there's four, but some people would still consider it a trilogy because the fourth one doesn't exist. But my personal opinion, and I've talked about this before, yeah, the third, the best third installment of a movie, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We didn't even talk about that. You want to talk? To, you want, not not too much longer. Would you want to keep talking about that for a little bit? Yeah, sure, sure. I got no way to be tonight. Um, yeah, I got no plans. I'm not saying that I do, but I just I gotta get off at some point. Uh, Indiana Jones five. No, no, no it's five. Happening. Shame, shame. Oh God! All right. But um, anyway, um, I I just got like a bunch of crap to talk about, so I'm gonna try to hit it all out of the park. Um, but um, yeah, Indiana Jones. Here's how I would rank them. My but, personal favorite is The Last Crusade. You and my dad agree. Hey, Mr. Mahoney, we agree on something. Um, yes. Um, that, I think that one was the best. Um, second one, I'm going with um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. I think it was a really good start to the story. And I just want to say overall has like the best score ever. One of the best scores. It does. Um, and I'm going to get hated for this one. I think putting that way, I'm going to put Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Shame. Shame! I didn't think it was that bad. I haven't seen it in a while, but I didn't think it was that bad when I first saw it. It was okay. And the worst, I'm going to get hated for this one. I'm not a big fan of Temple of Doom. Get off my channel. <laughs> I'm the movie Holics Big Spag 2.0, and Matt Hemsley's gonna be my host, my co-host. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. But like in reality, that was just. And Matt, you are always welcome here if you want. If that's okay with JT. Wait, what? If Matt wants to come on, he's welcomed, right? Oh, of course, if he wants to. Yeah, but anyway, I'm a guest starring. <laughs> so, anyways. But uh, anyway, gonna... I do like um, I, I yeah, but I think um, Last Crusade is the best. And again, Sean Connery, may he rest in peace. Um, yes. And I and like I said, I just didn't like Temple of Doom. It was just too gory. It was one of the two movies that started the PG thirteen rating. Yeah, Temple of Doom and Gremlins. We talked about that. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about Gremlins around Christmas because it's kind of a Christmas movie. Um, I was Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll be a good. You know what? We we might put a poll out of what would be our Christmas special. So we'll, we'll look for that in a couple weeks, right? Look for that. In a, we'll put out that poll like I don't know, late November, early December. Yeah, I'll ask the channel what's going to happen. Of we we could we do that if you. God, I'm, I'm already thinking about Christmas. It's, can we get past Thanksgiving, please? Thanksgiving is um, the most overlooked holiday in the country, dude. It kind of is. It's like that. It's like that. It's like the redheaded stepchild. Oh God. <laughs> between Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, um, anyway, getting back to um, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. I think those were the. I think that was the best. I, like I said, those are my rankings of the movies of Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, but um, all right, JT, since you really love Indiana Jones, what are your thoughts? Well, since all of you were wondering, it only took time to, you know. Um, all right, here's the deal. I love. I will acknowledge that The Last Crusade is probably the best film out of. I'm not including Crystal Skull because it's like the trilogy part of it thing but um here's the thing indiana jones and the last crusade is the best of the trilogy my personal favorite movie of it is raiders of the lost ark and raiders of the lost ark and i and i've been quoted on this before it's my favorite movie of all time haters gonna hate but come at me haters gonna hate, 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 hate. yeah so Anyways, uh, sorry, people are messaging me and saying, you're live. I'm like, I know. Watch. No. Oh, my God. You're a popular guy. I know. People are, you're live. Like, I know. It's like anyway. with Indiana Jones, though. You know how it actually came into inception, though? It's like after after um, Steven Spielberg was nominated for Jaws, they were asking him, so what's your next project? He goes, I want to do James Bond. And he and they said, you can't do James Bond. All the Brits do James Bond. Yeah. And they, so Indiana Jones was basically supposed to be like the American James Bond. You know, I would not be against that. I really would not be against them actually trying to do that. Really? What do you mean by that? Like, imagine if they took Indiana Jones and they made it into like a James Bond-esque franchise. What I mean by that Indiana, is... Like I said, Indiana Jones was supposed to be the American James Bond. Right, but they could replace the actor and just make him still Indy, you know? That saying. is, it's gonna be hard, but they could do it. It is gonna be hard. That's coming from a guy saying that Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite movie of all time. 
That's coming from me. So, and I bleed. I bleed indie. So, you know, just saying. Yeah, I, really good movie. So, um, Fan, too. I think we're good for now. Wait, I just saw that they're going to do an Indiana Jones 5 coming out in 2022. Yeah, that's. I I hope it doesn't happen. To be honest, with you. oh god, I, they gotta. You know what? I gotta look some of this up for. I minute. hope like Chris Pratt's Indiana Jones, though. I will say that. You think they're gonna bring back maybe Shia LaBeouf because he was? Fuck no. Done in. Hell no, no. They avoid that like the fucking plague. Okay, don't don't set me off like that. I'm telling you. But um, I'm just saying they should really. Think Harrison Ford's gonna be back? I think I think they should just recast him. I hate to say that, they should recast Indiana Jones to a younger actor, and then they could do it like a James Bond type thing like that. Like they, so just like make different. Actors like the way they so kind of actually make him the American James Bond as like the way they do James Bond. The way they do James Bond, they should do Indiana Jones, in my opinion. They should try and switch actors out and stuff like that. Just saying. Hmm, I think they could do that. But yeah, error-wise, I have no idea because that frees them up from the Crystal Skull stuff. Saying, so, oh, they could just put him in 1939. And he's looking for the most the staff of Moses. He's you know I don't know like I'm throwing stuff out there now, but so just saying. Let me let me let me pull up what I'm talking about. Hold on. Um, and then and then we might have to get off. I have this book. I have this is the game I'm talking about. Did you, did you ever have this game? Because no, they, they could easily make this into a movie. Easily. What it's about? Like Indiana Jones, it's nineteen thirty-nine. He's he's in he's in Sudan, and then he, an old friend of his reaches out to him about trying to find the lost staff of Moses. Staff of Moses. There's your story right there, and go from there. You know, you got a hard, it was a horrible game, but so. Yeah, what if they did that into movies? Also, the concept art for this was great. What's that? Uh, they what could if they do put it? that into a movie. They could. I mean, anything's possible because there's been a ton of Indiana Jones and the something somethings out there. Like Indiana Jones and the Pearl of the Delphi. Indiana Jones and the Dance of the Giants. Indiana Jones and the Philosopher Stone. I mean, look, I'll show you right now. I wonder if they're going to go to that. They could go to that. Hold on. Look. I'm almost done with it. So it's a completely different story with Indiana Jones. So I'm just saying. So they took on a lot. It's like they took on a life of its own. It's its own franchise. Indiana Jones in the Eye of the Tiger. You know what I mean? Like they could. I don't know. They they could do other things too. So, anyways, that's that's enough talking about that for a day. Okay, so 
Okay, so I think we might be good. Of, okay, we, if, you, if you think, wait a minute, you guys didn't talk about Star Wars. We talked a lot about that in last week of franchise. So if you want we talked to, about a lot, We talked about a lot of stuff tonight, actually, because we've been going for an hour and a half. Yeah, and um, I just want to say um, next week. Oh, yeah. Plug. We're actually, for the next two weeks, we're actually be taking a little break from movies. Yes. So our next mo- our next topic for next week is going to be a completely different topic for movies in general. We're going to be talking about artists we love. And I don't mean like, oh, like painters. We're talking about bands. We're talking about singers. We're talking about people that we like to listen to. We're going to be talking about all that stuff. We're going to, we're, Bill and I are going to make a list, and we're going to go off on that stuff next week. And then the week after that, the week of Thanksgiving, we're Not going to album. Yeah, we're going to do albums instead. So we're doing artists first, then albums. And then after that, we'll figure stuff out from there. I, I, I uploaded a video to the YouTube channel, so you all can check that out too. Yeah, and like I said, when we get closer to Christmas, we'll make like a – um, we'll do a poll on Twitter, which I'll get to. Like yeah. what topics do you want to talk about for us to talk about for Christmas? Yeah, we could talk about that. We could um, – uh, I'm not sure what Christmas stuff we could do, but we'll see. I'll tell you off camera. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we could do like a Christmas movie. We could we, whatever. We'll figure that out. So, yeah. But um, how would you rank the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special? <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. So we hope you enjoyed and um, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for watching for the two hours we've been talking practically. Uh, feel free to jump in the comment section below and share your thoughts on all things sequels. Do, are there any that we didn't mention that you hated or loved? Jump down in the comment section below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Bill, hear Bill, I want to thank you for joining me again, as always. Always and a pleasure, my friend. You can follow us on Twitter at the Super at Super View Show. Bill is in charge of that now. He's in charge of promoting us on Twitter. I see that some people begin to follow that on Twitter. That'd be great if you could just follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. We love to talk about things, movies, music. Mixed Bag is every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, but for all of your live streams and all these talks of movies and artists and stuff like that, and keep it locked to the Super Show. Bill, we're signing off. Take care, guys. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night.